Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast. I'm your host, Leanne DeSanto, and we are honored to have you with us today. This podcast is here to serve you and stand alongside your journey to becoming your best self. Now, we are all about the whole person here at Rise Up For You, so if you haven't grabbed your free Becoming Your Best Self Startup Kit yet, you can text Rise Podcast to 797979. That's Rise Podcast, all one word, to 797979. And you'll be supported both personally and professionally. Now, today's guest is Pam Christian. Now, Pam is a mindset coach, motivational speaker, and the host of the Juice Podcast. Pam's work encompasses uh, helping her clients transform their lives by eliminating self-created barriers, maximizing their full potential, and dramatically increasing their effectiveness on both a personal and professional level. Now, we talked about a lot of things, but especially why failure is the only path to success and also how to not let society or culture dictate how you live. So rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Well, welcome, Pam, to the Rise Up For You podcast. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. Well, I'm super excited for our conversation today. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. So I am Pam Christian. I'm a mindset coach. I do some motivational, inspirational speaking. Um, I will soon to be having my first book published, and I um, also host a podcast. Yeah, so um, that's sort of my background. Whoa, awesome. So tell me about your book. So my book is basically um, the story of my life, which, well, not super interesting. (laughs) I had a lot of obstacles and adversity and challenges and trauma. And what it is, is it's, um, it's sort of like, um, a book for people to be able to go to. It's very relatable. My story may not be your story, but we all have a story and to see that you're not the only one. And then at the end of each chapter, I take one thing that I was able to learn from that chapter in my life, write about it. So it could be authenticity, your inner voice intuition self-love self-care i write about it related to the adversity and then give tips for you guys to take that you can use in your own challenges and they're very usable they're user-friendly and you don't have to take all of them you can take one of them and when you start implementing them they're going to change your life because they changed mine and i've watched them change countless others Oh, fantastic. Beautiful. And I love when books do that because we do learn through story. We, we relate, like you said, where we might not have the same story, but we're all in this human experience together. And Absolutely. we've had, you know, we can relate and say, oh yeah, okay. I totally get how she was feeling that, you know, this happened to me and this is how I was feeling. So I love that you also make it practical with some tips and strategies to say, okay, this is how you work through this particular thing. So yeah, that's that's awesome. That's awesome. So share a little bit about your kind of journey from being in real estate to mindset coaching. Yeah. So basically, um, even before real estate, I'll just say that because I faced so many difficulties throughout my life, I've had to kind of, even though I've had, you know, very supportive family and everything, you have to do the work on your own. And so I've had to learn to pivot 
and change my mindset so that I can be a success. And I don't mean a success in the, you know, traditional the way of we look at success, but a success in my own human experience, in myself. And so my mindset has always been a very big part of who I am. Went into real estate, loved it, still love it. I don't do it, practice it anymore, but I, I have nothing but amazing things to say about that career. Okay. Um, and at a certain point, I was burnt out. I was you know, doing a lot of business, running a real estate team and at the top of my, in my industry. And it just, um, it was getting to me. So I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I was also teaching in while I was in real estate. So I taught real estate classes and stuff like that and mentoring. And, um, unfortunately, um, I lost, uh, both of my parents unexpectedly mm. and, um, Right before that, I had been planning on leaving the career in the industry, um, and I just couldn't do it. And so after losing my parents, you know, you have those wake-up moments, like, what are we doing? Why are we here? What are we just kind of going along for? So I was like, this is time. It's time. It's time for me to move on. Did not know what I was moving on to, but I knew I was moving on to a journey of getting to know myself better, and that's what I was going to spend some time doing. As I did that, mm-hmm. I got some calls from realtors saying, hey, you want to coach us in real estate, which led to, hey, you want to do some, started with life coaching, and then mm-hmm. eventually to mindset coaching. Right, right. Wonderful. I love that. And I know that you uh, talk a lot about how mindset kind of uh, impacts every facet of your life. So let's talk about that a little bit. We we love talking about mindset here at Rise Up For You. So um, I want to share your you know your thoughts around that. I mean, mindset is everything. You can have a million things happening around you and externally and that affect you, but the way you see those things, the way you interact with your environment and the way you interact with your internal stuff will dictate how they impact you. So COVID's going on right now and I could be in the same exact situation as someone else with COVID. Not with COVID, having COVID, but with COVID going on. And we each have a completely different experience with it. They could be fear-based. They could be at home in their nice house, comfortable career and all of that, um, wondering how they're going to get to the next day and will they get it? Whereas I could be like, I know I'm not getting it. I'll be fine. And if I do get it, I'll be fine. And regardless if I am fine or I'm not fine, that's the way I would choose to live. So really what we tell ourselves, the thoughts we choose to challenge and the thoughts we choose to believe and what we allow in our internal world has a direct impact on how we feel about our day, week, month, year, our family, our friends, our children, our parents, and most importantly, ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. Perception, perspective, how we react to things. Consciousness. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. I love that. I love that. Let's go a little bit into that more in terms of, um, you know, in theory, people get this, right? Like, okay, yeah, I know, you know, if, you, if you've if you gone into any of this type of, of work or listen to podcasts or, you know, go a little deeper, it's like, okay, thoughts and feelings make up our reality and, you know, make up our behaviors and our results. And if we want to change our results, we need to change our thoughts and feelings, right? So, um, but how do we do that, right? I think that's the question that oftentimes I get as well as a coach. It's like, okay, great, I get it, but that subconscious is, you know, really hardwired. Like, how do we make those changes? It's definitely not hard, hardwired, <laughs> but I understand why you say that because right. we feel like it is. Because we feel like it is. Yeah. Embedded in us mm-hmm. at a 
very, very young age, the youngest of ages, and it's not even intentional. It's just what, you know, we start acquiring the information we start acquiring. But the first way to change it is being aware, noticing it. Don't do anything else. Don't put any other pressure on yourself. Just notice it. Notice, hmm, do I really like bacon? Or actually, do I, am I really plant-based? Or do I really like this steak that my mom's made me every day that I've been told for X amount of years that I like? I don't know why I'm coming up with meat since I don't even eat meat. (laughs) Or do I really like going to the movies? Or do I prefer to watch a movie at home? Or do I like going to the bars with my friends? Whatever it is, you may like it, but you won't know until you ask yourself because you're kind of on autopilot. Or Mm. deeper, are these thoughts really my reality? Or are they just thoughts I've had over the years of training, growing, being, believing, is this my belief system or is this a belief system that was imposed on me? And maybe it's, yes, this is my belief system. And then that's great. You know that you stick with it. Maybe it's some of these beliefs resonate with me and I like them, but some of these don't and I'm going to get rid of them and let's see what I replace them with. And none of that needs to be active. None of that needs to be something that you are taking active control over in terms of making steps, taking steps. All of it is about noticing right now. And that's the first step. Taking action does come down the road. But for a while, when you just start noticing, oh my God, that annoyed me. Why would that ever annoy me? Why would that thing that person did trigger me? Then you figure out why. Oh, because my dad did that when I was younger and it really drove me crazy and it tapped into something. Or, oh, I don't even know why. Why am I even letting it penetrate me? Because society told me that I shouldn't forgive something like that. And I think, you know, a great place to go with that is like with love. We have so many conditions on love and relationships. I don't mean in love, which it also applies to, but all sorts of things. People let you down all the time unintentionally, and we just decide we're not going to speak to them, or we're mad, or we're angry, or we can't forgive them. But that's only because that's what we've been taught. But what about forgiving? What about letting go? What about being open to someone else's experience and understanding that it's not personal? And so those, I'm going off on a little tangent here. Yeah, all things. That's great that have to do with mindset and programming and ways that we can change them without having to do all these steps that people tell us we need to do to change our lives. Because you do eventually get to those steps, but it's overwhelming in the beginning. Oh, here's your miracle morning, which I love how I'll ride in the miracle morning. Yep. I'm very into that, but I don't know if I was just starting out that that would overwhelm me and set me up for failure. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a great point because, yeah, I love following some of those morning routines and yeah. starting your day and setting intention and journaling. Absolutely. And there's a million yeah, things. Yeah, a million things you can do, right? Move, yeah. you know, all, all the good things that the experts and high performers tell us. But yeah, it's like, how do we actually integrate it into our life? And the biggest thing is how do we not feel guilty if we don't or can't? So I love that question. And I think it is how do we integrate it, but how do we integrate it consistently? Yeah. And then if we fall off and it's the same thing with anything else, this is life is a journey. It is a marathon, not a sprint. And you're going to fall off. You know, we're going to eat bad some days. I'm a super healthy eater, but that doesn't mean every single day I eat super healthy. And it's the same thing with, you know, the habits or creating a new life or a new mindset for yourself. What happens is though you forget, you fall off, or you never get started, which is what happens to a lot of people. They talk about it one day, they wake up the next day, and they forgot. And so they go back to their normal day, and then they feel like three weeks later when they realize, wait, I never even did this, they feel like a failure. And here's the thing, that three weeks later when you realize it, instead of feeling like a failure, jump on right then. And if you only do it for a day, it's a day more than you did it three weeks ago. Congratulate yourself. Give yourself 
kudos and credit for doing it for that one day. And then what's going to happen is in a few weeks, you're going to realize, oh, I only did it for one day. I can't believe, why can't I get it together? And then you're going to do it again and it's going to become two days. And then maybe in a year, it's only become five days or maybe it's become five months. It doesn't matter as long as it's more than it was before. You're just, it's like people talk about money all the time and compounding your money and putting a certain foundation in and letting it build and build and build and just set the foundation. It will build, maybe not in your timeline, but in divine time. Yeah, I love that. I love, I'm all about the fundamentals as well. You know, just what are, what are the foundations, the fundamentals? As you were talking, I was reminded of this metaphor I heard once that if you were driving somewhere and got a flat tire, you would never jump out and slit the other three tires. So just don't slit the other three tires, you know, it's, it's okay if you fall off. It's okay if you, you know, it's like just identifying maybe the why, maybe what, you know, what you want to put in place, but then keep going. Yeah. And instead of beating yourself up, find something that you did that was positive. Oh, I noticed that I didn't continue with this, or I noticed I didn't start. We do so much better when we build off our strengths than our weaknesses. Yeah, absolutely. It, it becomes a, this cycle, right? It's like, I, I, you know, promised myself or, or, you know, decided to, to, to take this action. And then when I don't take the action, I beat myself up and then guess what? I beat myself up. So I don't take the action again because I can't, you know, I can't keep a goal. I'm terrible at this, blah, 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 all the self-talk. Right. And then we, again, violate all of the, the things that we, we want to do when we go down that rabbit hole. So, um, so let's talk a little bit about that. You know, how do you help in terms of, or what do you, what are your ideas around, uh, when people feel themselves, you know, kind of in that place where I know what I should do, but I'm not doing it. You know? <laughs> I mean, I think the thing that we all, we're all naturally creative, whole, resourceful people. We all have it within ourselves. It's about me evoking it in you. So I try to evoke transformation, but by allowing the person that I'm talking to, like if it were you, to come up with it on your own. And so what we do is we travel and we travel to different places in our consciousness, in our awareness and in our lives to see why am I continuing to self-sabotage? Or why am I continuing to get into an abusive relationship? Or why am I continuing to let myself feel like a failure? There's something there that I like, that's safe about that feeling of not feeling good. There's yeah. something that's comfortable. There's something that's, you know, I'm accustomed to. Yeah. So it doesn't feel good to feel like um, a failure or feel like you're worthless, but yet you keep doing things that allow you to feel that way. And you do those things because you, you it's, it's comfortable. And so what we need to do is break that pattern so you can see, and, and fear, I, I fear is huge, huge, huge. And we need to break that pattern so that you can experience the other side of that, which is not only comfortable and amazing, but you also don't feel the ripples from past traumas that you keep repeating because you feel like that's safe. Yeah, absolutely. I know it's like the, the, the safety in the comfort zone, but and then people, you know, get in that again, the guilt, the shame, whatever comes up for them. Like again, this, this, I know I should want to do this, but I don't or can't or can't figure it out or, you know, but it's, it's the self-awareness and, and the baby steps. Like, you know, baby steps are key. I, I mean, I always say baby steps. And I remember the first healthy relationship I was in. And I don't mean that my other relationships were toxic or horrible, but like healthy and really good. And I did not know what to do with it. I was like, this feels weird. And I'm not comfortable with this. And why is everything okay? And why do we communicate and not fight and this and that? And, and it wound up being a great relationship. And, um, 
but I really remember the beginning of it, questioning it, and do I really like this person? It's too good. To, it's too good. Not too good to be true, but too good. There's no, there's no, no conflict, no drama, no nothing. And it was so foreign to me. And mm. I feel grateful that I was able to lean into it and go with it because I learned so much from it. But at first, it's like that same thing with shifting gears from self-sabotaging or creating the pain and repeating those patterns to wait, this could actually be pleasant. Yeah. Now. In that relationship, do you feel you showed up differently? I did because I was able to because of the way the my significant other was holding space for me, mm. but also he was showing up differently than anyone I had ever been with. So it allowed me to feel safer. But I also knew I had why I, I I had I had wanted to show up differently. I had wanted a different relationship. I just didn't know how good it could be. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that because it is, I mean, it, it, it starts with us, right? It starts with, with how we're showing up because we can only control ourselves, right? No one else. But, but you're right. As we start maybe doing the deeper work, start being a little more conscious of who we are, you know, letting go of some of that past, then it's like, are we, then we're going to attract that person, right? Yeah. And I think a big thing with that also is responding instead of reacting. Hmm. Yeah, that's huge. That's yeah. huge. Being open, like you said, it can feel uncomfortable because you're used to chaos or if someone's right. used to a relationship and, and or they didn't have their own boundaries in place or, or whatever, but then to come to that point where, okay, I'm going to bring my best, but I'm also going to have some boundaries and, yeah. and you know, and then let's see where it goes. That brings out the best yeah, in both of you. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And it doesn't have to get like that relationship is over, but it was a beautiful relationship and it wasn't meant to work out or be, but we left. We're on really great terms and I have in my book. I have so much great stuff to say about it. Nice. Nice. So let's talk a little bit about the world we're in now, <laughs> society and culture and what's happening and, and, and what are some strategies that you would say to somebody that is in that spiral in that fear-based, you know, listening to too much mainstream media, like <laughs> whatever the case may be, right? And, and and how would you help guide someone through that? I mean, first of all, I'd say turn off the media. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, turn it all <laughs> off and you need to get something. Say, I'll, I'm going to watch for 10 minutes a day at the end of the day. Right. Or at the beginning of the day or in the middle of the day, but 10 minutes a day, just if, if that you need that fix or if you're not ready to go cold turkey. But I know people who have it in the background all day long, checking their phones. So that would be number one. Mm. Not because if you feel like you need to see what's going on, I, I'll give you that. I respect that. I don't need that. But if that's something that you can't let go of, mm -hmm. but you don't need that in your ear all day long, because what happens is what we listen to, we become. Yeah. what we're around we become so why not go on youtube and listen to some really good people listen to this podcast listen to people who are going to build you up and create comfort and security and possibility and expansiveness in your life versus fear because those things are going to happen if they're going to happen that aren't you're afraid of and you'll deal with them when you get there but there's nothing you can do other than stock up on toilet paper and paper towels <laughs> you're not going exactly. to be able to control COVID. And, exactly. or what people perceive COVID to be. And so shifting from that and getting your own self, your inner self stronger, becoming an anchor instead of flowing with the waves, not flowing, going with the waves and going with the storm, mm -hmm. uh, you get to flow. And that's what I meant. And so that would be one thing. The other thing is, are you eating well? And I don't mean perfectly, but what we put in our body has a direct effect on how we feel each day. 
And so like, if you're putting junk in your body all day, I'm not saying don't put junk in. I'm just saying, make sure you have some greens too. Right. And same with hydration. Depression comes from dehydration. So Mm. does eating. So does your body feeling poorly. Same with exercise. Make sure you move your body. It doesn't mean you need to go lift weights and it doesn't mean you need to go for a 10 mile run. You could go for a walk outside. And that comes to my next one being in nature and it can be cold bundle up it could be rainy put a hood on (laughs) get outside nature is a natural healer Mm -hmm. other things you're afraid you're fearful you're worried about the world write about it put it down on paper because you get it out and the more you get it out the less is inside of you turning your stomach in knots um what could you do you could do something good for someone else Go around and ask your neighbors if they need anything. How are they doing? When we give, we get so much back. We feel stronger. We feel like we make an impact. And we don't feel as out of control and fearful. Um, Read amazing books. Read books that are fiction, that are stories that you're interested in, but read self-help books so you can learn how to grow and become that anchor that I'm talking about where the external world will not impact you. That 3D life that you see out there, the physical world, will not be the thing that dominates you. I mean, I can keep going on with other stuff, but I don't know how much more you want. Yeah, no, I mean, I love that. It's doubling down on the fundamentals like we talked about, you know, taking care of... When you said that, it's also having faith in them, believing Mm. that they will work and trusting that if you don't see it or it doesn't manifest in your presence at the very time that you want, doesn't mean that it's not happening. There's a lot of things that you have to change about yourself for however many years you've been on this planet that it's not going to happen in a day or a week or a month. And so just sticking with it to see the changes because they will happen. Yeah, absolutely. I also love, um, you know, asking questions like, you know, will this choice uh, bring me happiness? Will this choice, you know, uh, uh, deplete me or... Um, you know, help me cultivate energy, you know, will this choice, you know, and sometimes we, uh, even though it's, it's no, we still do it, <laughs> but it's sometimes it's again, bring it to your consciousness, bring it to your awareness. Yeah. That's always the first step. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I love that. Well, let's move on to our power questions now. So we always love to ask our guests. And the first one is what book has had a massive impact on you? All right. So I, it's really hard for me to just say one, mm-hmm. but all of the classics, and I don't mean classics like Macbeth and, you know, Huckberry Finn, which are also amazing, <laughs> and Husband the Rye. I mean the classic self-help books. So anything Zig Ziglar. I'm giving more than one. I am so sorry. Give, um, lay it on me. It's all good. Well, <laughs> Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People, um, Power of Positive Thinking, Napoleon Hill, um, Neville Goddard, um, Wayne Dyer, anything that is about mindset, consciousness, awareness, creating our own reality, abundance, having the best life possible, anything, everything whatever, all of those and more. And as long, I, love, I, Tony Robbins was the first person I read when I was a teenager. So, mm-hmm. you know, some people are for him. Some people are against him. He has an amazing message. I think he's a beautiful human being and there's a lot to get out of him. Any and all of them, you get one thing from each one. You are a very wealthy person. And I will tell you one thing. I have three kids and, um, I'm a single mom. And so like, I don't even know if that's relevant here, but like I was going to say, so, you know, the punishing and the, that type of stuff was always on me and, um, they didn't get in trouble a lot, but what I did was when they did, when they did something that I felt, you know, deserved consequences, mm-hmm. my consequences were rarely, not never, but rarely taking away video games, taking away a phone, taking away the television. They were, 
here's a book, go read it and write an essay about it. And it would always be one of these, what I learned in kindergarten, um, yeah. Chicken Soup for the Soul. My kids have all read How to Win Friends and Influence People. So those are great ways to start your kids and people young. Mm, I love that. One way to, to uh, uh, you know, create a, a what would be a, perceived as a punishment actually be life-changing. Yeah, and that's... they're old enough now because they're 16, 19, and 19 mm-hmm. that they ask for the books. They love it. They inhale that type of stuff right now. And it really, it, it, it wound up working. It could have, could have backfired and they could hate all that stuff now, but right. it wound up working. Fantastic. Love that. What is one quote that you live by? Well, God, you ask one quote, like, that's only one. So <laughs> I know. Um, so I'm all about love and loving beyond what we see in front of us, beyond, beyond people's mistakes at, as, at the human level and seeing their souls and seeing everyone's soul. And I think that's a really important thing and we're losing, we've lost that. So mine is love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not e- easily angered. It keeps no records of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Yes. Love that. Love, love. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, if you could leave the world with one final message, like your golden nugget, what would it be? One? Again, <laughs> Again, one? I know, I make this hard. <laughs> so everything comes down to love for me. Mm. And my golden nugget is if you can't love yourself, you can't be loved. You can't put love out in the world. And you are deserving of love because it is very rare for us to be able to be here at this time on this planet, on this earth. And you were chosen. And I was chosen. And there's a reason we were chosen. And we were chosen because we're miracles. And each one of us is a miracle, and each one of us deserves to love ourselves. When we can love ourselves, we can love everyone else. Mm, Absolutely, absolutely. Well, how can we find and support you? Okay, thank you. Um, So you can find me on Instagram at Pam Christian with two N's at the end. I put lots of videos. I do mini-series. I do free classes up, um, quotes, all sorts of positive, inspirational stuff, hopefully. And then, of course, you can go to my website, uh, thepamchristiangroup.com, and uh, see some of the other stuff I'm doing. Wonderful. Thank you for that. We have one final question. So as you know, we are Rise Up For You. When you hear that phrase, what does it mean to you? Stand in your power. <laughs> Woo! Love it. Love it. Absolutely. That's that's what we all need to need to trust in and, and do, you know. I, I love that. Thank you so much. And thank you for your wisdom and your time today. I know it really served our audience. And uh, I just want to uh, say how much I appreciate the work that, that you are doing in the world. It's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thanks for having me here. And if there's ever anything I can do for you, you can always reach out. Thank you for joining us today on the Rise Up For You podcast series. We're here to serve you and inspire you to become your best self so that you can live a life that you are proud of. If you haven't already, head over to our website, riseupforyou.com and explore through all that we have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe while you're there for exclusive materials sent to you weekly and also subscribe to this podcast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and any other major podcast channel. Join us for our next episode, but until we meet again, 
rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater you tomorrow.